morning, Craig. Good morning, Craig. <laughs> oh my God, why is there MLS on today? It's Tuesday. You this know how it is. This league simply refuses to stop. You know how it is. It's Tuesday. Sometimes even when the league should stop, it doesn't. There's an NWSL game on today, too. Hey, this is Sad Boys Town. I'm Jiggly. I am still odd, Don. How was that opening? That was, that was, that was like if you took every other opening you had combined and put it into one, that was it. It was like good energy, <laughs> not too loud, not too quiet, like decently sudden. It was a cacophony. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I want to say cacophony. I don't even know what that means. But that was like all, if you took every single intro and put them together. Do that one day for the edit. Instead of actually doing an intro, you just take all our previous intros and you stack on top of each other and just see how oh, horrific man. it sounds. That'd be, that would be way too hard because I'd have to go back. And we've done a lot of episodes, bud. We have done. We have Thanks. done. This season alone, wait, we're in season three. This season alone, I believe we've done about 37 episodes. Just be better, Jiggly. Oh my, yeah, I mean, we're, when, when does the season reset? I don't even know. It, it's, it resets in like December. The calendar yeah, this, year, then? this is episode 29, yeah. I don't think, I think we've missed like one week out of like three months. And I've already told uh, Nick that if you have, that if you have to miss uh, a week because of your Green Bay trip, uh, Nick is going to come in and pinch it for you. <laughs> oh, I won't, I won't have to miss a week, but you know what? I'll just leave now. You can get Nick in <laughs> one, one day. We'll have a, a proper substitution midway through a sad boys thing. Nick, Nick enjoyed me. your seat at the Red Stars game. <laughs> That's not even my seat, unless he was in the press box. The seat that I offered you, I just like took him up there. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I ended up actually going to any game because I didn't get accreditation. But what game I did go to, actually, I forgot to put in the game plan. I, I went, you went to, to the house. Wash, yeah, I went to go see Chicago House AC. Um, yep. it, it's very tin pot. There was no physical press box. I was actually going to write a, an article about the game. But uh, there wasn't a press box, so I really couldn't do that. So I just kind of got to sit there, watch the game. Um, they won like 3-0, a bunch of trialists. What's funny is the house are still wearing their old jerseys, which still have the Nisa patch on them. So the house are playing in like the Midwest Premier League but with Nisa patches, which is really funny, to be fair. Well, the thing is, is that I think Nisa's falling apart, too. <laughs> I, it's, everything is potentially falling apart. I don't... This might be more private info, but I I talked to someone that wasn't Peter Wilt. I talked to him during the game, but we just made small talk and I moved on. I was talking to someone related to the house, is the way I can best describe it. I did say they do the the dream slash the plan is potentially USL push for 2024. I don't think we're getting anything cool in the house in 2023 because... It might be another year in like the Midwest Premier League, but potentially 2024, they're really going to want to try to make one of the U.S. boats. And it makes sense because it, Chicago House in Toyota Park is such a cool idea. And it, it, in theory, the, the, the house would still be playing Nisa right now if they didn't have a stupid owner that ruined everything last season. And they had something kind of like not building per se, but like there was something there. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if we do get Chicago House in USL. And then that would just open up a whole can of worms for the Chicago soccer scene, which would be nice. Well, it's a good thing that this has happened. <laughs> yes, sir. What part of Chicago are you from? <laughs> what part of house are you from? I'm sorry. I don't know, I but I, I, I want to point out that uh, 
Chicago House has zero SEC titles. Hey, all right, we don't have to get toxic here. But can they beat Goku? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm 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 sorry for the late introduction. I'm sorry for the late introduction, but um, or the late appearance, but I will be for in today's episode for a bit. So yeah, it's RJ. Yeah, I, RJ, I, I've been looking at my phone, so I just hear a voice, a, a third voice that wasn't jiggling. Just go, why? Uh, I just hear we. I heard, I'm like, hey, I heard you, RJ. <laughs> I heard somebody join, and I'm just like, oh, that's not Drew Connor. <laughs> my first thought is just like, could Drew Connor have just randomly wandered in? <laughs> he just got bored. <laughs> Drew Connor was not playing for the house, though. They, I think they won like three. Drew Connor plays for Ford Madison now. I don't think he's played at all, though. He scored he got a goal. Oh, recently, he, nice. Yeah. I know he got sent off in the Open Cup. But uh, well, um, good thing we yeah. did. Good thing we didn't follow the uh, follow the game plan at all because we were about to talk about football. And we don't talk about football when RJ's here. I I just mentioned that the house has zero SEC titles. <laughs> nice one, Jiggly. I mean, it uh, professional football. Anyway, also Jiggly, I thought your football's coming soon was a reference to like European football because no. that's literally back this weekend. We still got another like month before the NFL. We have the one pre the one preseason game that anyone cares about, which is the Hall of Fame game, and that's on Thursday. Are, are we talking about? All right, let's talk about real football. I'm all I'm all for the Jaguars coming <laughs> up here. All right, okay. Well, so we got Tony Khan needs to. Just come back home. Look, all right. He already has AEW like split between Hoffman Estates and Chicago. Just bring up his, just bring up his little, you know, NFL team up here. I mean, wait, wait, wait. You're 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 advocating for the Jacksonville Jaguars to relocate to Chicago. The Jags, the Jagoffs. Yeah, why not? Are you? That's a very that's a very Chicago phrase. I mean, it works. Are you okay, RJ? Is everything all right? What do you mean? look? Look, I, I. He's been gone for a while. <laughs> I, I just want to see other league chaos, as as Jiggly would say it. And you know what I mean. If if the Jags do come up here, well, why not? I mean, they need to, they need to use Soldier Field for something. I mean, it's going to be empty whenever the Fire are going to be playing. Let, let's be real. Fair. Um, they do have the uh, they do have the preps class, the preps high school classic there. Okay. Yeah. They have some football that's going to be played. And also, like, there's college teams that come up to play at Soldier Field. Jiggly loves talking about high schoolers. I'm sorry. Um, that's probably the total on the nose. Wasn't, wasn't it, like, Indiana that played last year and the fire had a game at Soldier Field where you just saw Indiana, like, underneath? It was, it was, it was Wisconsin. Notre Dame, Notre, no, no, it was Notre Dame and, um, and uh, who else? I think it was. I thought it was Notre Dame, Wisconsin. Yeah, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, yeah. So, yeah, so that I hope I hope I want to see a Jaguars logo in the middle of Soldier Field one game, even though the Jaguars are all the way in Florida. The Jaguars are like a, a wandering team. Well, no, because the the Jags, they they actually have. A com- <laughs> I love how you refuse to refer to them as the Jaguars. Actually, they are- no, I think I think they may have changed their name. <laughs> no, no, Not. no. Because look, look, th- this is certainly doable because the Jags they have a deal <laughs> to play at least one. To play at least one home game out in London for yes. the next X amount of years. It is an actual they, deal that they have. They, 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 they can remain in Florida, but they can play the rest of their home games at Soldier Field in London. They're just a roaming team. Yeah. I mean, I'm down, I guess. I'm, I'm not going to say no to that. 
I got nothing uh, else for, for NFL football. Um, so I'll transition somewhat into soccer. This was the last weekend before it all kicks off with like the league campaigns. I'm going to try to watch more games because I've kind of talked about how I fix my work schedule. So I'm off Saturdays and then Sunday mornings. So I'm, I'm going to just try to like watch like random games of the week. I have no idea if I'm going to hold true to that because I, I did say I was going to watch more MLS a few weeks ago and I haven't watched a single MLS game since other than LAFC Seattle. But lastly, um, RJ, can you believe we live in a timeline where I genuinely would want Anthony Martial to start over Cristiano Ronaldo? Because that's what I want to happen this weekend. I don't want to see Ronaldo in the starting lineup. Well, I mean, I, I don't personally rate both anymore at this point. I mean, I've, I've never really rated both. I mean, yeah, Ronaldo is a good, uh, he's a, you know, he's a good athlete. I want to rate him past, uh, you know, other athletes out there. But no, I, I can see your point because especially since, has, has Ronaldo even played a preseason game? Half of a preseason game? He got subbed off at halftime and then left the stadium. Just left the stadium. Um, he pulled the Shakiri. I like with with Marshall. I don't. I don't know because it's hard. I think he's also washed. Um, like I don't. I don't know uh, what's what's United's new coach like Eric. Eric Ten Hag. Yeah, yeah, that was almost <laughs> offensively Dutch. What the name you just said, RJ? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know how Eric. I'll call him by his first name basis. Um, That's true. But, um, we know the but guy. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how Eric really... Uh, I don't know how he plays. Or not really how he plays. I don't know his style of football. Like, I, I think I've seen snippets of it, you know, back from uh, his Ajax uh, coaching days. But I don't really... I really don't know. It's, it's a mystery. What I, really do, what I really wanted to bring up, though, is... Um, have you seen how Burnley's playing right now? It's unbelievable. It, Vince and company has revolutionized life. I, I don't know how to feel about that. I really don't. Did you see the goal? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like, they're doing dummies out there in Burnley, bro. Like, link a plane to the penalty area. Jiggly, if you don't know what we're talking about, you know Burnley, right? Yeah, I know Brexit. Burnley. Bur- Burnley now play tiki-taka football. Yeah, they, they went what? from Brexit. They <laughs> <they're laughs> six- Sixty percent possession. They they I went think. from Brexit. They went from Brexit to Tiki Taka. Like, I mean, they still have that core Brexit group there, but they've become they've. I don't know. They started watching the BBC or uh, the Discovery Channel over the History Channel or something. They've they've expanded their horizons. Vincent Company is just trying to revolutionize everything. Amazing. Uh, I just wanted to mention. Speaking of Manchester United coaching. Uh, I did get to talk oh. to uh, Chris Armas <laughs> uh, at the game uh, on Saturday. It, it's it's a good thing I wasn't at that game as yeah. I was in the chat because I I would just see him and get pissed off. I still despise Chris Armas. He's not. I don't like. I don't know. I I think that I think there's like some conspiracy theory going on and how he landed that. You know, I I think so there's some. Like, apparently, he he just is a lead now. Just he just like no actually yeah. uh, Armis is not at Leeds now he's uh, he's uh, currently unemployed <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's yeah I don't know how he, but, but yeah he's he's with Jesse Marsh now in Leeds so fair play to him okay I didn't know that <laughs> you didn't know that I mean I asked him Saturday <laughs> what'd you ask him Saturday did you ask just ask him if he was doing anything yeah 
Somebody I, else asked him if he was doing anything, and he's just like, nah. <laughs> did I did I make up the Jesse Marsh thing? I think you did. Oh, no, he actually, no, now I just see about Jesse Marsh snubbing reunion. Yeah. Uh, oh. Wait, Chris Armis turned down Jesse Marsh? What an idiot. Leeds is getting relegated, bro. No, I think I think, I think Chris Armis wants I think Armis wants wants another MLS head coaching gig, and I don't think he's getting one. Oh, if he does, I'm gonna root for whoever. I'm gonna root against whoever he's with. <laughs> I will become the number one hater for whatever team he joins. I'm not what even kidding. He, what, wait a second. What if he becomes the head coach of Columbus, and suddenly it's the uh, rival of the Fire? Do you suddenly become a Fire fan again? No, I just want everyone to lose. <laughs> I want neither team to actually be allowed to play games of football. Yeah, apparently uh, Armis just like knew the coach uh, through like Red Bull stuff, like, you know, meeting him a few times. Apparently they knew each other, so brought him in. Fair enough, I guess. No, I, I, I really just, I mean, I know nepotism runs wild in the sport, but it's, it's, it's becoming crazy lately. Yeah. Looking at you, Inner Miami. <laughs> hey, just wait till Romeo Beckham scores a freak against the fire. Oh my god! I, did did you that that was so tin pot? Beckham, Beckham Romeo, and Neville playing yeah, against I was about to Barcelona. Say it's like they haven't even played a first team match. I think, and then all of a sudden they're. I don't even know there. if they played much in the second team either. No, apparently, uh, apparently they're really. I mean, anyone could be good in the second team, really. But apparently, they've been really good for the. Uh, yeah, but excuse me, but we have a name this this round, this episode, which we'll get to, I assume. Yeah, <laughs> follow the naming conventions. How dare you? Um, <laughs> but I don't even know where we were going with. Oh yeah, this is this is gonna become one of our most freestyle episodes in a while because but, uh, suddenly everything is coming. Hey yo, it's it's, it's a Tuesday morning, you know. See, this is why Tuesday we can't record morning. on Tuesdays. They're too dangerous. Tuesday. I'll, I'll probably, okay, so what I'll probably handle this then is uh, I'll, I'll read out the bullet points I've got, and then we'll just we'll, we'll branch off to whatever we want to then. So the first one, obviously, RJ is the, the biggest team that returned this weekend, um, technically on Monday, which is the reason why we didn't record yesterday. Verda Bremen are back. A 2-1 win over Energy Cottbus, which RJ knows is just the most um, classic team in Germany, obviously. you know, Definitely not a tin pot team with a tin pot name. Um, Bremen not really bringing their shooting boots. They've missed a few chances. They really should have scored, which is a bit concerning, but Romano Schmidt is magic. I'm not even kidding. Jiggly, you don't care about international European football, so you might not care enough. But RJ, one day you're going to hear about Romano Schmidt like five years from now when he's making a move to like a top five team somewhere. That kid is good, and he's still only 22. But he's, he is Jiggly's height. If not small, he's five foot six, which is a bit uh, not ideal. But I'm telling you, Jiggly, or RJ, Hey, keep an eye on this Romano Schmidt kid. No, 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 no. I, I know, I know about him, and um, this is what I'm, this is what I'm like worried about, especially because I'm, I think I am starting to believe in the Bundesliga attack. Yeah, we can get to honestly, we can just get to that now because I, I assume you're referring to a certain giant Norwegian man from Leeds. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, no, no. I mean, in, in general, I think. I don't know. The, the Bundesliga is a strange case because there are world class players there. And it, it's like one, like, regardless of the team, though, it's just like one giant ecosystem. And like other players who do, you know, branch out, I mean, they do become successful. But 
I'd say seven, like looking back, looking back at all the transfers, I would probably say about 60% of them end up doing okay in other leagues. And yeah, you know, the rest, and then the rest, the 40%, you know, th- those are already exceptional top players. But I don't know. And I know, um, Sancho, like, there, there's still worries about him being a fraud, but obviously he was coached by others. The last doesn't really count. But if Sancho can't get going this season, then that's, that's a big indication of the Bundesliga being kind of weak. But I want to apply to Romano Schmidt. When he goes to, like, I was going to say Munich, but I really hope he's going to be When he goes to, like, Spurs for, like, $75 million one day. Um, anyway, it's kind of concerning to see Bremen concede. Bremen's new center-back captain got pickpocketed on the goal, which is not a good sign, but, you know, we move. Not a dominant win, but a win nonetheless. And uh, we're going to Berlin, lads, because that was obviously the first round of the DFB Bowl call, and that is the first of many rounds for Bremen. The rest of the DFB Bowl call, the German Cup, obviously. Bayer Leverkusen, Köln, Hertha Berlin all lose. So that's three Bundesliga teams out in the first round, losing to, you know, two of, uh, I know only one of, I know Bayer Leverkusen lost to the team that's not even in the second division, so that's not ideal. And then Girth first loses Again, those dudes are fighting for their lives right now. Anyone got anything really from... I'll, I'll mention Germany real quick, actually, because I was going to do the Super Cup tour. But in Germany's Super Cup, uh, Bayern Munich thumped Leipzig. I think it was like 5-1 at some stage. And it looks like um, Munich are just going to cakewalk the Bundesliga title again, to be fair. Uh, so, I, th- yeah. I, I think the team to actually just watch, this because we all know how it's going to play out, but... <laughs> Um, Hertha and Freiburg, I think those will be the dark horses. No, Hertha Berlin are going to stink, bro. No. <laughs> no. Do you guys not remember that Hertha Berlin was literally in the relegation playoffs? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what? They have, no, that's why. That's, that's, my, that's my extremely hot take. I mean, um, okay. I mean, well, Colm did that. Yeah, I mean, some teams do Cone do that, that sometimes. It does happen. It wouldn't be the first time. Uh, Freiburg are a good show. Freiburg are a vibe team. I think they're going to be playing European football this season, and they should have won the DFB Bowl call last season, but they bottled in the final. They're a fun team. They could be like that team all the hipsters fall in love with. Well, um, if we're doing Super Cup stuff, I did watch a bit of the uh, Liverpool City game, and yeah, Holland. Fighting for his life so far. <laughs> Nunes clear after one week, obviously. I was so confused why they were playing at King Power Stadium, and I and that's when I found out. Oh yeah, right, the women's Euros. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was kind of a vibe seeing it at King Power, uh, King Power, because obviously Wembley's known as like a neutral venue, but seeing two Premier League teams play in a different Premier League team stadium, that's fun. That that's funny. Yeah, or just yeah. Um, I, I thought RJ had something to say there. No, I mean, did it's... you watch the Community Shield? Parts of it. I mean, it's RJ yeah. is the Community Shield a trophy. I saw, I saw New Year's goal. Is is it a trophy? Yes. I think it can't be classified as a trophy. Whether you know, you can put it in a trophy case. Well, well, whether whether if your team wins it or not, that's the thing. If your team loses, then it's not a trophy. But if your team wins it, then you can definitely add it. You know. Count it as a trophy, so it's 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 like you know um, the Papa John's trophy or the Caribou Cup. I mean, you'll blast it until you actually win it. So I don't know. Oh, you didn't catch this because you joined a bit later. But I ordered my Man U jersey 
uh, RJ for the upcoming season, and I got the Carabao Cup patch on it. So that's going to be really funny when it arrives. You, you know, I, I've, been, I've been trying a lot of these uh, sponsor drinks as of late. Like, I've, I've had, um, uh, what's the MLS drink? The, the bootleg Gatorade? Or... Body, body, armor. Oh, body, body armor. Body armor. It's, body armor is actually, it's pretty decent. I've tried it's all the flavors. Bad. Yeah, I've, I've tried all the flavors because at uh, at, at uh, you know your local Seven uh, Eleven, it's a buy two get one free. So I've I've had all the flavors and it's it's quite alright. Did you try the mm-hmm. coconut water versions? Yeah, it's. I think it's Body Armor. They've got some coconut water versions. They're so nice. Yeah, when I have Body Armor, it's it's very similar to what I told Adnan about when I had Heineken Zero, which is. I know what it is, and it tastes like what it's supposed to be, but I'm angry that it's not what it's supposed to be. We've had Body it, Body Armor just remember? does not taste like, like Gatorade. We, no. we both had Heineken Zero. We, like, the, I, they were I, passing it out. Remember, dude, don't you remember? And, oh. Adna, and also, Adnan knows, and probably listeners know, that uh, I, when I had Adnan over for my birthday to, to uh, totally not watch a fire game, I had Heineken Zero for him, and my mom and I had to go through it. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I had like I had one can of like the lager or whatever thing that was about yeah. alcoholic. The the IPA one. <laughs> uh, anyway, but, I've I've also had the Carabao um energy drink. You can get those at your local uh European supermarkets. If... I, I didn't even know what Carabao was supposed to be. I thought it was a tire and, company. And, and, <laughs> okay. and, and it's it's like I don't know. It's like I've drank it once and that's quite enough. If, you know, so. <laughs> so what you're saying is that MLS is better than the Premier League. Well, the Carabao Cup that <laughs> that extends to the first two divisions. So, so it's yeah, not, then, then it's no. not exactly. You know, so the then prime. American soccer is better than English soccer. Got it. In a way, yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, like we're in the topic of food sponsorships. I mean. MLS has the best, especially with the especially with the fire, you know, Crocus with Pizza Puff, you know, that's 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 heritage right there. Ever Crocus. since the fire lost Crocus ham of the match, it's all gone downhill for the club. It oh, has, honestly. Oh, remember when Squirt used to sponsor the fire? Official sports drink or official energy drink or official soda drink, whatever of the Chicago Fire. Yeah, it was like Squirt. Have you ever actually okay? Have you ever actually had all sport before? It's still no. Soldi, Texas, apparently. That's cop drink. All sport, well, All Sport was uh, was one of the original sponsors, jersey sponsors for the fire. Well, they sponsored like everyone back. They did. All Sport, yeah. who? All Sport. Never heard of them. Yeah, because like they went out, they pretty much went out of business like a year after sponsoring the fire. Um, yeah. So other Super Cup. Did you want to mention? I don't know. You, you, you're the no. you're still this. Okay, cool. No. Um. So the rest of the Super Cup tour, uh, PSV beats Ajax, which is a potentially notable result. Will we? Will we? Will we I can't speak. Will we see a non-Ajax team win the Dutch league this season? Question mark. Javi Simmons got a goal, which if you know, you know. And then lastly, obviously the most important Super Cup was the the French one. PSG won, and I think Ramos and Messi scored. It was 4-0 against Nantes. Um, Messi had one. Neymar had two. Ramos had, a, had one as well. Did you say Nantes? Yeah, it's hard to pronounce, bro. Is it's, it Nantes? I, I don't, it's not pronounced Nantes, bro. I swear down. It's Nantes. I, I swear it's pronounced like Nantes pretty much. 
I mean, not the not, not you know, not nonce, but like yeah, nonce. I, I thought you said I was just so confused. Yeah, now PSG just played gum, oh, gum, apparently. I wonder why they won so easily. But <laughs> yeah, uh, going from that, I got uh, the last of the transfers. Well, you can't. Nothing was wrong with that. Um, the last bit of rumors. <laughs> or not the transfers. It was kind of a quiet week. Uh, Jules Koundé, former Sevilla defender, has gone to Barcelona, further raising the question of how is Barcelona doing this? Where well, are they getting this money from? They're apparently like selling off real estate at this point. I, apparently I they're like being funded by Wells Fargo. <laughs> okay, but they still can't sell Frankie de Jong. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous, and I, I, completely, I forget that that's the rumor. I'd love if he could join United still, but they've got a month left, and I don't know what's going to happen. Are, are, you, are, are you excited about this new United team, by the way? Um, it, this year is not necessarily a wash, but this year I'm just like, okay, you know what? They need to win the Europa League, obviously. Get top four and just kind of like develop. But I, yeah, I am to be, I'm excited, but I'm also... Mm-hmm. Kind of a special case because this is the first season in several years I'm actually a United fan from the get-go, which will be nice. Because obviously we had the whole Ole tenure and that was a mess. But I, I kind of reset with United. I'm like, all right, come on, the boys. Let's see what they can do. I, I don't think they're going to win Europa. I, th- I honestly think it's going to be Arsenal. No, 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 no. Uh, don't tell me you're buying into the Arsenal hype. No, no. I mean, if, if, if I really wanted to be cheeky, I, I'd say Roma would win it. And, you know, I think everyone would. Want to agree that Roma I'd kill a man for that? I'd kill a man for that. But um, no, I, I actually think I, I think if if Arteta is like coherent enough, which he's not, but <laughs> I think they could actually like squeeze at least squeeze through the final. I I, I don't think I don't think United's going to win Europa. I think they're going to win one of the other domestic cups. I think they're going to either win Carabao or the FA Cup. I don't think I'd they're going to win Europa. I'd love it if they did the double. They did that one year where it was the Carabao Cup in the Europa League. And they actually had won the Community Shield that season too. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a trouble right there. But um, It was a no. trouble. Respect. I, 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 don't, I don't think they're going to do Europa. I think, yeah, I don't know. Low, yeah, I'm not low. like certain of it, but it's kind of that thing where like if you're Manchester United and you're in the Europa League, you got to kind of have to win it because why are you there? Like you shouldn't be there. I, but yeah, I don't think it's guaranteed either. To be fair, if, if if they were in the conference league, then yeah, they're gonna oh, win. God, it. imagine they they were. If Brighton didn't beat West Ham on the final day, Manchester United would be playing conference league football this season, and they still could end up in the conference league if they finished third in the Europa League. But if they finish third in the Europa League, I'm gonna immediately have to get the Ten Hog stuff out. So we'll see. But yeah, speaking of Roma, real quick, that was the big transfer I, I'd forgotten about last week. Paulo Dybala to Roma. He's kind of fallen. He's not been as good in recent years, but I mean, there's still so much talent there. And I love Dybala and I love Mourinho. And if I'm able to find more money from somewhere, like a well, I'm probably going to end up buying a Dybala Roma jersey because it's such a vibe matchup. It's such a I vibe was about to together. say, because like Mourinho does well when he has like really good players, which I mean, it's kind of obvious, but I mean, it's more that like he can handle like good players in terms of like their personalities and that sort of thing. And so maybe like Roma is the perfect place for Dybala to go to, to actually like, you know, essentially get back in form. What's going to be gone? Well, with Mourinho, you you have to understand, like you can be a good player, but you can also be a bomb. Just look at, you know, Tottenham and Spurs. I mean, there are, there are a lot of good players over there, but a lot of them are also bombs. 
So uh, at least with Mourinho, are you going time... to call Huynh son a bum? No, okay, no, well, like, it's, no, like, son, not him son, or like two other players. Son, son or Kane, <laughs> like Son and Kane, those were one of the few players that like that that attacking force under Mourinho was the best in the league. It's just that the rest of the team were a bunch of bums. Eric Dyer fighting for his life every single week. Yeah. Um. No, but the good thing about DiBala is that, like, because he knows all the other players in that field are going to defend for Mourinho. So DiBala is kind of like the one guy that'll be allowed to just kind of vibe and attack because he knows everyone else will be running around doing all the defensive work. And then the last, go on. I will say, like Chris Smalling, my God, that's a like those, those small Dini, you know, uh, memes that pop up from time to time. It's like. He he should be in the England squad. Ramontada. Yeah. Anyway, go Isn't on. Isn't Chris Smalling the guy who like a bird yeah. mouth during no, a game? No, that's Ashley Young. Okay. And the bird did not actually poop in his mouth. Uh, <laughs> we do have confirmation that it was just an unfortunate camera angle. There was no bird poop in the mouth. But not genuinely, RJ. <laughs> not even joking. If you you've told me right now, I could swap Harry Maguire for Chris Smalling in the United Team. I take that every day of the week. It's not even funny. Yeah, I, I don't know how he's still United captain. I think he could have. I think he should have just bolted to Barcelona. I, I don't know. I, I wish Barcelona bought him, bro. I don't know. I, I I think it was him who just didn't want to go to Barcelona. I hate that guy. But anyway, the last one, Gianluca Samaka, a youngish Italian striker, had a good year in Serie A. Might be a one-season wonder, but we'll see. He went to West Ham. So we'll see how West Ham could do with a proper forward because Antonio wasn't it for them last season. But that could be one of those ones where like he either scores 20 goals and it's a great signing or nothing happens. It's also uh, my fault. It's Skamaka, apparently, not Samaka. He's a big boy. Uh, he is six foot five. Didn't he come near- from uh, Sassuolo? Yeah, he's nearly a foot taller than Jiggly. I'm sorry. I just love mentioning that sometimes. So, so uh, actually, I, I have to go pretty soon, but I, can I just say my Gaga take? Go on. Yeah. Or um, any, any other take you have? Well, oh, oh, uh, no, I, it's not really a take. I just, I just want to touch my, I guess, my thoughts for Gaga. I think it's good. I think it's beneficial for, for him as a player, for the fire as a club, for him to move on. And that actually also shows just the development platform that the fire has at their disposal if, you know, if they can... If... If, you know, they, they put their eggs in the right basket. And it seems like, you know, the Fire are moving in the right direction in terms of, like, treating their, you know, youth academy products a little bit better. Um, I mean, we, we, all, we all, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty and all, but, you know, do you guys remember Damien Loss? Yep. Yeah, he, he's apparently a yeah. But anyway, regardless, Man. I mean, um, Fire didn't really treat him that well. And, you know, look at what happened over there. But well, no. I mean, <laughs> Mauricio's brother. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I, I completely forgot. And I was talking to someone. I completely forgot Gaga's got a brother that technically used to play for the fire. Yeah. He wasn't that good. Yeah. No, he was, he was bad from what I've heard. Well, I think Jiggly mentioned that one day. He's like, yeah, in practice, he just wasn't good. But it is what it is. But, but, but yeah, anyway, it's, it's, it's like, I, good for Gaga. I mean, he's going to the, uh, one of the largest clubs in London. We all know the largest club in London is uh, AFC Wimbledon or Leighton Orient. But anyway, besides that point, um, at the same time, it is a little bit kind of worrying that he is going to Chelsea. I know, you know, Chelsea has a new regime now, you know, under our bomb that she would probably have been loading out to like 
Vitesse or Vienna sausage. Vitesse. Yep. Vitesse. But um, I still worry about, you know, his development at Chelsea. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? It's going to be weird for me because, like, you guys still have that, like, fire fan connection. So you're going to be like, oh, hey, there's our fire boy going off to Europe. We wish him luck. I think I might completely forget about Gaga once he's at Chelsea, being a backup for, like, months and months on end. But, I mean, Zach, we'll Steffen. Zach Steffen is a backup. People remember him for his howler. I think it was um, in the FA Cup, I think. Yeah, it was bad in the final. But but no, anyway, yeah. But anyway, regardless, I, I think, um, I think it's good that he's moved to a large club. But at the same time, I think he he's also capable of like moving to a mid table club and then just working his way up top. Like he has that hashtag grind set mentality, and I <laughs> think he, I think, you know, I, I can't speak for him, and I don't want to speak for him. He's obviously more talented than all three of us combined. But at the same time. Um, I'm sorry, I'd like to hear him write music. <laughs> you know, at, at the same time, though, don't, 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 don't you guys agree that he, he could have, have just went to like a mid-table club and then just worked his Wolves. way up? Wolves was, Wolves was his best option, honestly. Same. Because they were going to give him a fighting spot for the, for the top spot there. But the problem is you can't join a team that's too bad because if you're conceding, I mean, he plays for the fire, the fire suck. What am I talking yeah. about? Yeah, <laughs> the wolves are a bad team, though. Yeah, they're, 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 they're like decent. Mid-table they're mid-table. Yeah. And they were offering him competitive, like giving him like an opportunity to compete. So I, I don't, I don't want to say Gaga took the easy way out, you know, for riches. But at the same time, I think he took the easy way out. I mean, it's I, yeah. No. Eventually, he'll get some playing time, but you know, he'll have to wait for it unless he wants to get loaned back here in Chicago. Which he will until the remainder of the season, or yeah. or he'll be sent off to like Bulgaria or like I don't know <laughs> something. That just... Anyway, that's my quick thoughts. Um, it was nice talking to you guys again. Uh, I've I've actually had Mondays off. I don't know why. Just ping me. Nice. <laughs> like, yeah, I would... And then I'll see if I can join. But yeah. Anyway, yes, uh, nice talking to you guys again. Uh, Love it, RJ. Bye, take RJ. Go, go talk about uh, what you guys talk about football, and uh, apparently Jiggly likes to talk about high schoolers. Which hey. you know, I, uh... you guys, you were, you guys just decided that, man. No, you started I, talking no. about the high school prep classic at Soldier Field. Be, I, I only know that because, like, uh, because, uh, like my my sister back when she was going to like Mother Macaulay, like had to play in the Brother Rice Band there, and so I went to that game. So I know about it. All right. All right. Well, and then, ara, ara, sayonara. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Stay in school. Go to, <laughs> go to church, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Take care. Good night, RJ. Bye, RJ. Um, the- I, I, I love the, I love the idea that stay in school doesn't apply to me because I've already graduated and go to church also does not apply to me because I'm kind of Muslim. So that's a, that's that's two advice points I shouldn't really follow from RJ. But. Those are those are two two two. That advice was specifically for me, apparently. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I was, gonna, I was gonna say you're the one that needs it, but my that's a little toxic. I'm sorry. Uh, go, go talk about some Japanese dudes and some women or, or jiggly. 
the the actual correct line from the Denzel Curry song is uh, "Please go to church and please go on a diet." Uh, what? So what? <laughs> swing it, swing and a miss there. I have no. Uh, it's 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 a, it, a Denzel Curry. I need to. I show know you. Denzel Curry. I just don't. Yeah. Get the, my fault. It's uh from uh, when he did uh, Unlocked. That's from I've Diet. Just been having, I've just been okay. having Runaway from Kanye West stuck in my head. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I'm just hearing white noise. Oh, just in general? <laughs> anyway, uh, J-League, uh, Kyoto Sanga come back down, from down a man and a goal to get a draw from Gambo Osaka. It was a 97th minute penalty from Genki Omae. Vibes. Uh, oh, that was vibes. Just the <laughs> Kyoto coming back down a man in with a penalty next to the minute from a guy named Genki Omae. Omae? Omae. Oh my! Like that that's that's Dreamland stuff. Uh, just uh, for uh, a fun, uh, just some Japanese learning for you. The uh, Genki, I don't know why it's a name specifically, but it just means happy. <laughs> nice. Seruzo <laughs> uh, Os- uh, Osaka went two 0 over Avispa Fukuoka. Uh, there's nothing really interesting about that. Uh, Kawasaki were dumped by Yoruba Reds three to one. Kawasaki is now in fifth place. They're below Seruzo Osaka. And uh, Marinos is the one, Yokohama Marinos is the one that is breaking away now, eight points ahead of Kashima Antlers at this point. So, yeah, that's how that's. Uh, where, where's the Vissel Kobe update? That's the only one I care about right now. Oh, is Iniesta still, still fighting for his life right now? I'm going to keep talking about Andreas and Iniesta while you do that. But I just imagine like a weekly segment on like Japanese TV. It's like, what's going on with Andreas and Iniesta? He just <laughs> sat on the bench looking depressed. And he just looks uh, fatter and shorter every week. <laughs> He slowly turns into me. Uh, I see. Oh, uh, that's, that's, all right. The, 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 <laughs> Dr. gotten to the point where Jiggly's now. <laughs> Jiggly on, you know, like how there's like uh, in writing, there's like man versus society, man versus man. <laughs> this episode has become man versus self for Jiggly. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, Vissel Kobe lost 1-0 to Kashiro Reysol. Uh They are in 17th place. They're just, they're tied on points with Shimizu S-Pulse. Uh, but they had one less goal scored against them. Okay. And RJ, as he left, uh, just tweeted something to me on uh, Twitter, uh, VTubers uh, in J-League in, in J-League uniforms, and unfortunately it's Niji Sanji, so I don't recognize any of them. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I'm a whole live person through and through. <laughs> I don't know what any of these words mean, but I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Yokohama Marinos breaking away eight points ahead of Kashima Antlers. Uh, moving on to women's, I did not put this into the game plan, but like I realized, oh yeah, I should probably mention this because it, it's actually important. I don't care too much about international play, but I should mention the final. Uh, football came home for once. <laughs> yeah. And England national team won a major tournament. Football came home. Uh, England won the, uh, won the Euro, women's Euros 2-1 in uh, extra time. Extra time, <clears throat> uh, Chloe Kelly scored in the 110th minute. Uh, my dad said that it was going straight. It, I, I believe I walked past my dad watching this game. It was like the 108th minute. He was like, yeah, this one's going to overtime. It, I mean, going to penalties. And uh, apparently just like a couple minutes after I walked away, they scored. <laughs> yeah, I was at work and I had the TV and I kept checking in and out. I'm like, okay, it's about to go to penalties. I could, if I go on break, I might be able to see it. And then I walk back out some stage and it's two on England. I'm like, nice. But yeah, so, yeah I mean, good for them. Good, good for the crowd. Uh, football came home for once. 
for once. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not biting on that, Jiggly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not biting on that. Don't. Don't. You will not catch me on a Tuesday. Tuesday at noon. You will not catch on a me. Tuesday. When did Chloe Kelly even come onto the pitch? Like, I'm trying to see. Oh, Rachel Daly was taken out. Oh yeah, Rachel Daly plays as a defender for the English national team, which is weird. Yeah, Chloe Kelly came on in the 63rd minute. She scored in the 110th, and then she got yeah yellow card for taking off her shirt. Yeah, because then she really wanted to do so, but she had to wait like five seconds to make sure the goal was actually given, and then she ran off and did it. Yeah, oh, I mean I've seen we've uh, we've we've seen that uh, in a different game that we'll talk about later. Um. Yeah, so NWSL. I'm sorry, I, my brain just stopped for a second. NWSL, Portland Thorns take the top spot with a 2-1 win over Racing Louisville. And I just want to mention that Racing Louisville, uh, their one goal was scored by a former uh, Jeff United player, uh, Alex uh, Chidiak. Vibes. So, Jeff. Up the Wait, Jeff. Is that, is that women's... What happened to the Empowerment League? I, I, I zoned out. Uh, they, uh, they don't start for, like, until like later no i think they don't start until october fair enough yeah they're they're a they're a winter league uh and let's see if there's any other games that i care about i don't know oil rain beat angel city three to two uh a lot of there a couple other ties anyway going on to the red stars uh the red stars against the san diego wave i was at this game i finally got to yell at yuki i also got to talk to a bunch of people that i have not been able to talk to a long time because I don't go to Red Stars games anymore. Uh, the Red Stars had a lot of chances, but a lot of the shots were blocked. They actually ended the game with about 2xG, uh, and they ended the game with zero goals. They lost 1-0. The San Diego Wave scored in the first half on a scramble in front of the net, and uh, Abby Dahlkemper was sent off in the 59th minute, but by then, I was already leaving because my mom wanted to go home and take care of the dog. <laughs> Happens. Uh, before the game, it was announced that Alyssa Mount. Uh, why was I saying? Yeah, Alyssa Mounts. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say Nair, and my brain just stopped completely. Alyssa Mounts retired. Uh, announced her retirement uh, was going to be after the game, so she did get a few minutes at the end. I forgot one exactly. Uh, oh yeah, Mallory Pugh missed a penalty, and I forgot about that because I didn't see it. Man. Uh, <laughs> So she could have she could have tied it up, but she didn't. Uh, Alyssa Mouts got into the game the 73rd minute, and uh, she retired on the spot at the end of the game. <laughs> Man. Uh, well, I mean, let's just say you are a. Imagine being a woman soccer player. <laughs> okay. You have you, you got to choose when you retire. That is the game you retire at. Yeah. Like you either retire after a championship or after a game like that, where it's like this is a massive game. They had 23k. Yeah, I, it was because from what I saw from the fire game, the crowd was impressive. And I, a buddy sent a Snapchat of him at the Red Stars game, I think, while he was still there. And it looked pretty impressive, I'm not going to lie to you. It's pretty uh, cool. So speaking of the fire and the Red Stars, uh, so Adnan, you have, not seen, you have not seen all my rants on Twitter. No, I have not. I have something I assume has happened, and I'm concerned. So do you remember the whole thing of like when you were getting rid of your season tickets and they're like, oh, yeah, but we're bringing back the Meet the Team event. Oh yeah, when I got when they tried to gaslight me, good times. Uh, so no, they did have the meet the team event. It was in the middle of the Red Stars game. Wait, they had to meet the meet the team in the event? middle of the Red Stars game. 
Wait, no, that cannot be. That is it, jiggly. I'm that cannot joking. be real. You go on, go on to the fire hashtag. That find tweets from real. that day, and there's people, you know, meeting Shakiri and talking about how great it is for Gaga and everything. They had a meet the team event in the middle of a Red Stars game in the stadium, and they had to meet the team event right after a fire game too. Right after the game. What did well, how how much was the schedule like talked about ahead of time? Because I'm not seeing anything I don't, about it. Like I don't know. They, they, apparently, like it was just like a. They sent out an email to season ticket holders, like uh, like maybe a couple days before. I didn't see it because apparently they took me off their email list when I said, like, like you could keep us to get updates. I don't need you to tell me to re-up tickets. But anyway, yeah, like they had their meet the team event in the middle of a Red Stars game. That is the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen out of the fire. What, what's funny, I'm sorry, is that um, um, I was going to say this. I, I was going to look at the media team event stuff, but it's, it's now all just um, it's all just Duran stuff. So fortunately for the fire, they got lucky that John Duran kind of shot himself in the foot, which is also not good for the team, which we'll talk about. I mean, but, is, I mean, is that like the, I was apparently the only person talking about this? <laughs> yeah, I don't see anything on the fire Twitter right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, I just sent you like it, this is just some random person on Twitter that I found that had that like, oh yeah, they went to the meet the team event that was happening in the middle of the Red Stars game. Nobody else was like talking about how weird that was, and like me and Nick, like basically, Nick was just standing in line. He just there were a bunch of people in a line, and it was just like. Okay, yeah, sure. I guess I'll stand in this line. And I got next to him in the line. I wasn't going to stand in the line with him because I was like, well, this doesn't seem like something interesting to me. And then I just look out and I just see, oh, yes, this is the line to go to meet Shakiri. This is the line to meet Gaga. And I'm just like, is this a meet the team event? There's a game about to start in like five minutes out there. <laughs> this, this team like, is something else. That is like genuinely disrespectful. That is, I, I don't that's know no, how you horrific. can. Yeah, I don't know how, like, <sighs> I I don't know how you can explain that away, and just... the absolute stay of that Shakiri fit, by the way, in the tweet you just sent me. Uh, but that that's bad. But he was after the game. <laughs> that's bad. Like that, the optics of that's horrific. And and you know what? Good that no one cares. Just whatever. It, it, they, they say so many bad things just keep happening. That's a specific thing that they need to be held accountable for. Like, oh, I course. get it. I get your thing of like, oh, you know, but so many bad, the fire are doing so many bad things. It doesn't matter. Like, that's a very specific thing where they need to be held accountable for the fact that they, they, they pretended like they cared about women's soccer. And then they're like, your game is not as important as our autograph events. I mean, it also <laughs> sucks for the fans because hypothetically speaking, if I go There's to that game. There's a lot of fire fans there who wanted to watch the Red Stars. Yeah. That was, I, that was me and Nick. And I was like, oh, you've missed the media team event now. Oh, yeah. Shame I couldn't do that. I was busy watching the game here. Yeah, watching I mean, the, the game that you said to come and watch, you know? Yeah, hey, I'm sorry. I, I hate to be that guy, but it's another one's way to well. It's they keep happening. You killed the man, but not the idea. I really want to tweet that one day. Jiggly, dear. Yeah, it, 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 that's that's genuinely horrific, though. That is genuinely horrific stuff. Like, it, I, 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 I need like some, some like you know, actual <sighs> journalists out there should be like asking that question because that is just bad. Like, th- th- I mean, that I wouldn't put that on Mansueto. I'd put that on like Ishwar Glassman. 
like the, the president because she's the one who's in charge of like, you know, events and stuff. She's supposed to be in charge of that side of the team. That's her side. What's she doing? Um, I apologize. Quick random update I've just seen. The Dolphins have lost draft picks and the owner has been suspended for violating the integrity of the game. I have no idea what that means, but I'm going to give it a quick look up real quick. That's probably That was probably a uh, – uh, it's probably betting. I don't know. They handle betting oh. more, more harshly than domestic violence. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that, the football thing. Deshaun Watson got like <laughs> six games or something, and that's just – He got six games compared to Calvin Ridley. <laughs> unfortunately, it's, it's borderline comical at this stage because it doesn't matter anymore in the NFL. Well, I mean, the NFL might be safe because they, they've tried this new stupid system thing where like a judge is supposed to be like a, a neutral third-party thing, but the judge is an idiot right now. So the NFL might have to step in and actually add games. The the only correct answer is that a full season. But if yeah. if they up it to only at eight, it's still horrific. At the least a full season. It's, but yeah, yeah, that's that's a whole thing that we want to get into. I want to see what this whole integrity of the game thing is. Anti tampering well, like, policy. Oh, that's it. Okay, okay yeah, it's just tampering, tampering then. Uh, nobody cares about tampering. And the, but the like, going to be yeah, the life of the Dolphins anyway. But like, it's just that the whole thing of just. Why I don't want the fire to, you know how uh how like Sandlo basically was like I I'm not gonna let the fire live down having Arlo White, fair and like that whole issue and not letting that go away. I'm not gonna let this go away because like there there's a whole thing of like I was told oh yeah they're bringing back the meet the team event they're bringing back the meet the team events and it's gonna be a, it might be like one of the fun ones that we used to have back in the day and then they have it after a game. In the middle of another team's game in the same exact stadium, and it's like some dumb autograph event. It's a lot. It's a standing in line simulator, you know. It's stupid. So it's it, it, it's concerning the silence right now about that because I don't think that there are a lot of Red Stars fans that noticed, and that's why they're not getting that angry about it because they didn't even notice that that happened. Yeah, and I got that for you. It, it it's it's it is horrific. It is so bad that it happened. Uh, like it, it's just an absolute insult. And they're pretend they pretended like they were supporting the Red Stars throughout, and then suddenly they're like, "Okay, cool, we're gonna have uh, we're we're gonna have a, uh, a meet the team event in the middle of your game." It's bad. That's bad. Uh, uh another sorry bit of breaking news. I, I don't mean to just constantly interrupt the Red Stars rant, but um, you don't know this guy. He's a really good young player from Aston Villa called Carney Chukwameka. He just went to. He just got from. He's going to Chelsea apparently. So that's a big news. All right. Neat. Uh, um, we can we can speed run the rest of this, the the MLS two and then the MLS stuff, and then we can get going into the fire stuff potentially. Although, because it was at the sorry, was that the end of the Red Star stuff, or was there that's more? Space, that's pretty much the end of the Red Star stuff. Yeah, that, that's like, horrific, though. I, I don't, I, I don't know what they can do or what they can say to like be like, oh yeah, this was totally the right thing to do. It wasn't. It was terrible. Like that's bad. Uh, so moving on, we got uh, MLS stuff. Uh, that's mostly just you talking until we get to the Open Cup. Just fire fans are throwing me off. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll talk about the drown stuff in a second because I'm reading more into this and this is horrific. 
But um, yeah, MLS. Do you still hear me? I put my phone to lock, yeah. so I don't know. Okay, cool. I got you. Columbus, Charlotte's postponed because of, I think, weather issues. There was lightning or something. So that's just going to lead to even more scheduling issues down the line, but it's MLS, so who cares? It's probably gonna, it's probably going to be a game on, like, Tuesday, but, like, 1.30 in the morning because that's all they have time for at this stage. Nice. Um, DC United, Ramon Tyler versus Orlando City on Rooney's managerial debut. They scored twice in stoppage time to go from a 1-0 loss to a 2-0 win. So... What that means for the Eastern Conference playoff picture, I have no idea. I'll look at the tables in a second. Uh, we had some wacky score lines. There oh were boy. two separate 4-4 games. Inter-Miami and Cincinnati were one of them. And then Portland-Vancouver. Not Portland-Vancouver. Portland-Minnesota was the other. I didn't realize both Portland and Minnesota are doing quite well for themselves after like slow starts to the season. The problem is we all have to hate Portland now because they suck as like a, a front office. But yeah, and then Philadelphia destroyed... I can't remember off the top of my head. It wasn't San Jose. It was, uh, let me it was... see, Houston Dynamo. No. Yeah, of Houston. It was the Houston Dynamo. Six to I zero. Just remember, I just remember seeing memes about Orlando. Yeah, no, Orlando That's deserved to make game fun of. I, if you look at the, the Eastern Conference standings, it's the goal differential of first place Philadelphia is 25, New York City in second with 20, third place Montreal is zero. Montreal is in third place while I've conceded 36 goals. Columbus oh, they scored is a lot. in sixth. They've conceded 22. Montreal does have 36 goals, to be fair. But have they conceded more, less than the Fire? Oh, my God. The Fire have conceded eight less goals than Toronto or than Montreal. That's a remarkable return. Um, and then I think is that it for the MLS scores that I, I highlighted? Let me double-check the game plan. Um, LAFC beat Seattle in that game I was hyping up. Um, Seattle, I, I thought Rui Diaz would be back here. And Seattle were a mess without him because, yeah, Will Bruin is just like 150 years old. LAFC looked pretty good, but I'm telling you, just now, Jiggly, Seattle is going to make a run once Rui Diaz comes back. I, I think that team will be okay still somehow. So if you look at the, the playoff picture, it's all kind of a mess because teams still have games in hand. Um, Columbus has two games than everyone else. New England, has, it's looking at the playoffs right now, it's kind of a mess. We'll get to the fire later, but for long story short, the fire are now two points behind Cincinnati in the final playoff spot. DC United, I mean, DC United can still catch up. It's, it's all a mess right now in the East. And then the West, more of the same. LA and Seattle are just outside the playoffs. Portland, Nashville just inside. Uh, Sporting Kansas City are fighting for the life every single week of the season. LAFC is probably going to run away with the Supporters' Shield. They might break the record for most points in the season. I have no idea if they're on track for that. And then lastly, in U.S. soccer, I guess. I don't know if you, you saw much about this. I guess you guys, you, you might have because you're on Twitter a lot. But Sacramento Republic is in the I U.S. Open the Cup game. final. I, nice. Oh, of course you so, watched that game. I, did you see my, my, my note in, the, in, in there? I was nice. in the middle. I was in the middle of watching a show. <clears throat> I was in the middle of watching a show. It's a very sketchy show, and in the middle of a sketchy scene, I just look over and I just see Twitter going going on fire that like Sacramento is in extra time and <laughs> they're holding firm. And I'm just like, okay, pause. Like the framing couldn't have been any more perfect. I just paused on what I was watching and just moved over to watch the end of that game. <laughs> nice. I, I joined in right before penalties. That's when I stopped playing video games yeah, with same. my friends. That was the same exact thing. So we both watched the same part. 
So it was an unreal penalty shootout. At one point, Kansas, a Kansas City player, as a penalty saved, they get to retake because the goalkeeper came off his line. The Kansas City player then scores the penalty and then just starts doing flips. And it was yeah. so funny. And then the next boarding Kansas City player scored and got a yellow card for shushing the crowd like aggressively. Then Sacramento had a guy who scored and then started doing flips as well. And then he hit the Steph Curry sleeping taunt. And then I think Kansas City had a penalty saved, and Sacramento won it with the last one. So we yeah, now the, got the, a, the, do, you, do you know who got saved? I had off the top of my head. Graham Zussi. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, I watched Graham Zussi step up to that. I'm like, oh, he'll be fine. And he was not fine. And it was, no. it's remarkable. And he was the is, only play, he's the only player left on that team who's won anything. Yeah, this is the least sporting Kansas City side you'll see in your life. So this year is just a wash for them. They're just going to reset for next year. They've given that up was completely. Hilarious. But yeah, so now we've got a non-MLS side in the Open Cup final. They have to travel to Orlando City, which could be a, a tricky game. Orlando City's not looked that great, but they, they beat the Red Bulls. And you know how I tell you. I root against the Red Bulls because they bottle it all the time. So now I want it to keep happening to them. The Red Bulls took the lead in the semifinal in Orlando and then conceded like four straight goals, which is really <laughs> funny. Yeah, it was like at halftime, it was supposed to be like a really, it was, somebody said at halftime, it was a boring game. <laughs> no, yeah, it was already over. Yeah, let me, oh, wait, no, no, no. Um, the Red Bulls scored in the 45th plus one minute, like in, in the first minute of stoppage time, first half, right? They then concede in the fourth minute of stoppage time in the first half. And then once the second half started, they concede in the 47th, 62nd, 75th, 83rd. So, yeah, um, let me see when that final is, if I can. Hopefully Sacramento wins because all my homies hate MLS in terms of like being like the big boss man. The final is September 7th at 7 p.m. our time. So I guess that's 8 p.m. Um, Orlando time. Up to um, Sacramento. Every, everyone that's not a cop and is Orlando <laughs> City fan will be rooting for Sacramento in that game. I want to see Sacramento playing Chivas in the CONCACAF Champions League. Um, also, Vancouver won the Canadian Championship. I don't know if that happened last week. Oh, or yeah. The week before. That, that was oh, last week. Yeah, there was also a, a fire at my apartment, by the way. I'm fine, but uh, I didn't get to live at home for like two days. So that was fun. Oh, neat. Yeah, the fire happened Tuesday, so thankfully, like, I completely forgot. It had nothing to do with this, this podcast. On a Tuesday. But yeah, Tuesday, apartment on fire, Everything Wednesday, Thursday, I wasn't home. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesdays are dangerous. I'm going to go get, like, attacked by, like, a, a bear later today, apparently. <laughs> Tuesdays are dangerous. But yeah, so thankfully it hasn't affected any because imagine if I didn't hit the group chat, I'm like, yeah, gee, they can't record this week. My apartment's on fire. But yeah, we're, we're all good, thankfully. It has the same of like my 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 like random fear for when I moved to Japan and we're in the middle of a of an episode <laughs> and then it's just an earthquake and I'm like okay I'm gonna have to are, are we gonna continue <laughs> yeah it, just I, sitting I in there trying to record I, we've had one episode recording during a, a near natural disaster when I had that storm <laughs> earthquake in my place so why not but yeah the Canadian yeah. championship did happen actually because I I just remember I only the only reason why I knew it happened. Uh, after the last episode is because I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't watch that at home. My dad was like, how come I haven't seen any of the new shows? And then he remembered he's been living with, he was living without electricity for like three days. So that was <laughs> funny. But yeah, that's, uh, that's it for America. Other than the fact that there are two Tuesday games, um, which will be yesterday, the day you're hearing this, because I forgot we're recording on a Tuesday. Tuesdays are come out Wednesday. 
But yeah, we've got two MLS games on Tuesday night. If you can somehow hear this, watch the games. <laughs> is, is, is Tuesdays are dangerous like our new thing now? I mean, that could be that. That, that can definitely be the episode for the title. Yeah, or that could be the episode for the title. Nice one, Adam. That could be the title for the episode. I think, I think are, that's the, I think that's the name. That's that's what we named this entire season. Tuesdays are dangerous. I'm down. Although I'd be, it'd be fun to name this episode Tuesdays are dangerous because this will be the one episode that comes out on a Wednesday. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so what we got? I'm trying to get this off my screen. No, I don't. I don't want to talk about the fire game by the way because we're transitioning to the fire. I want to talk about John Duran because that's one of the. No, I was talking about. No, I'm t- I'm talking about. Uh, I this forgot my fault. My uh, fault. MLS, I MLS the... two Forbidden West. Have you heard about that one? MLS two Forbidden West. I don't know what's Forbidden West. I don't know what game that would be. Oh, Horizon. You remember Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn? Zero Dawn Horizon. Yeah, that that the uh, the second game. Apparently, oh, the okay. series is just called Horizon. I didn't know that. I thought it would just be Horizon Zero Dawn two, but instead it's Horizon Forbidden West. Anyway, uh, Fire two point uh, one. Uh, it was a 1-1 draw with Rochester, and they won 5-4 on penalties. Masal Rodriguez scored in less than 10 minutes from being put onto the pitch. Cool so that's neat. Uh, again, apparently Kendall Burks is looking... Well, Kendall Burks is on the bench for the fire, actually. <laughs> and uh, Chris Brady, obviously, is doing pretty dang good because he's, he's going to be the best goalkeeper in the world. Yeah, we love Chris Brady here. I, I'm, I'm, I am excited to see Chris Brady next season. That'll be fun. Um, I just want to mention a quick thing about the, about the fire game against Atlanta. I, you know, it's not even that like I drink too much. It's just, I don't care when I'm at the fire game. So I don't remember anything interesting out of that game because like, it was what are you gonna do? Watch the fire? What am I going to do? Watch the fire? No. <laughs> yeah. The only notes I've got is a pretty fun zero zero to be fair. Actually, wait, I no, mean- no. Now I remember why I had to spend so much time in line for my dinner. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, Horrible uh, wait time, man. Like fifteen minutes. That's what happens when there's actually people at the stadium. Yeah. But uh, ooh, oh, there's a secret base video. How long is it? We've got a secret base video, and it's about Greg Odom. Please tell me it's like thirty minutes. Ah, oh, sixteen. Okay. Is it the, the is it the new Prism series? Yeah. Yes, they're gonna have uh, an so, episode about Freddie Adu. Oh, um, I'm I'm excited. But um, I forgot what I was gonna do about that. Uh, I zoned out because I'm just looking at YouTube titles. I, I forget how, 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 um, I can't speak anymore. Well, well I mean, anyway, we can, we can, we can, zero, we can, zero. we can, uh, yeah, we can like stroll through the stuff yeah. before we get to Duran because I know you want um, to talk about Duran. So it was a pretty eventful nil-nil game, but no one actually scored. I don't know how that came in at zero-zero because both teams really should have on separate occasions. Apparently, Gerard- like there was a, there was an Atlanta player, Araujo made, uh, made team of the week. And my dad was, so angry about him making it. He was so confused about why he was there. Meanwhile, at the same time, I was trying to figure out what I was going to eat for lunch. And so oh, we that, were both just ranting at each other. That Rojo guy is one of the fastest players I've seen in my life, though, on the ball. Every time he got on the ball, he would just take off, and he was so quick with his What, dribble. faster than a comp? Yes, in terms of on the ball. Well, uh, Frank Kofsky's nev- fast on the ball, too. No, 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 no. That, I've never seen a player that fast because it generally caught me off guard. I'm like, oh, my God, look at him go. Hey, Jalen might be the fastest I've ever seen a player on the ball. That's not like even Messi's not even like fast on the ball. He's like quick. That Arojo dude looked like a like when you play FIFA with sliders, bro. I don't know how he does it. He didn't do anything on the day, obviously, but you know it was still impressive. Um, Jairo Torres looked pretty good. He finally got to start again, so that's a good sign for the fire. 
Um, yeah, I, that, that's it for the Atlanta game. John, John Duran just doesn't want to be here anymore, apparently. Yeah, so um, now, now it's time to do, deal with that. Get this off my screen. Why is this keep See, popping I'm on just, my screen? Because I, I, don't, I don't check CNN on Twitter because I just forget that the fire exists when they're not playing. Yeah. But I, I saw the Duran stuff because you, you put in the, the game plan Duran drama. I'm like, okay, I'll find out about that later. And then I saw Jiggly, uh, RJ said a tweet about Duran apologizing. I'm like, okay, maybe he accidentally said something weird on Instagram. I'll see what that is. And when I looked up the hashtag on um, to look at the Red Stars, like the Meet the Team event kind of thing, I just see Duran posting about like, hey, do you, do you, do you want to leave? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, it, it's... You know, he, he had a chance to go to Manchester United instead of the fire, and he chose the fire. You know what? This is what you get, okay? <laughs> this yeah, is what like, you get. Let me find – shout out Alex Calabrese, that, like that 18-year-old dude. He was, he's really good at the social media stuff. Fair play <laughs> to him. Um, okay, yep. Um, so back to the episode after that gets cut. <laughs> if, if Vlad, according to Alex's translations, which I assume are correct, I, I wouldn't doubt him. Like he was doing, Duran was doing a Q and A on Instagram, and the question was, "If you could leave the club, would you?" In reference to the fire, and Duran just goes, "Yes, I would leave." I'm like, okay, even even though that's true, and I don't blame him for thinking that way. Why would you say that? What do you gain by saying that? You remember the part in the Atlanta documentary of uh, like. When uh, when Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones, vaguely, and like you know Shannon Sharp calls, oh, yeah, calls yeah, Julio yeah, Jones yeah. on air, and yeah, yeah, Julio so Jones funny. says, "Nah, I'm out of there." Like that's pretty much what this is. It's yeah, like, but, oh, okay, no, it's it's not like that though because Julio Jones didn't realize he was in public. Does John Duran not realize Instagram is a public social media? I think he like just, I think he didn't care honestly. On <laughs> fair enough. And what's really funny too, because if you look at so that that's the story here, by the way. There there was the other one where it was someone asked him, "What do you think of MLS? Do you like it?" And he just responded with a bunch of dots, in, inferring, "Yeah, there you go." But um, yeah, if you look at if you look at the CF seven hashtag or like the replies to that tweet, people are just donking on Duran, saying he's got bricks for feet. That he's a pace merchant. That like you know he panics. And he just he, he's not that good, right? And I want to add in the ver- this very funny thing about that, which is that I put Panthers. in the name Duran, and Gone. then Adnan immediately in right at right behind where I'm writing, he just puts in overrated. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'll get to that in a second. But then if you go to the tweet about Duran kind of apologizing for it, everyone's just like, "Hey, Duran, you'll be back. This is a learning experience. You're a great player." Blah blah. blah. I'm like, Fire fans, what, what's the answer? Do we like John Duran? Do we not like John Duran? What, what's what's the, the move here? And I also think John Duran's um, overrated. I've not well, I think really the right, seen the right take that I've seen so far comes from uh, comes from Ruben, where it's like obviously every single player who plays in MLS wants to go to Europe. That's why they're here. They like don't 90% want to stay here. Yeah. yeah, all the young ones for sure. If you're a young player and you came from South America to MLS, your plan is to go to Europe. You don't want yeah. to say. If he had a chance to leave to go start in a European team, he's going. It's it's stupid to consider otherwise. Yeah, but like you, wait. Oh, apparently the season tickets have also gone up in price too. I've just I've just seen this. Uh, I don't. I just see one tweet from a guy who's a Tottenham fan 
But it says, despite being one of the worst teams, the season ticket prices have doubled in price. Interesting. I wonder that might be a developing story. Mm. Okay, and now the Fire are going to loan uh, an El Salvadorian kid, apparently. But um, yeah, that's a different story. Apparently, uh, there, there's also another transfer story where, like, the Fire apparently got like rejected by a Norwegian dude. Good. But uh, well, the um, dude wants to come play. The team says no. Oh, like the other team? Yeah, the team they're trying to buy from. Oh, that's fair enough. Um, I'm trying. I'll I'll go look for it then if you want to. If you want me to talk about that, uh, Tobias Selkvist. Okay. Uh, he's 27. Plays for Silkeborg IF, uh, Danish player actually. So Denmark. Uh, the Fire sent an offer of five million Danish krona, which is a little under 700k. And uh, Silkeborg says that they want a much bigger offer for him. He's a center back. Uh, Selkvist has told Silkeborg that he wants to join the fire, apparently. But they want more. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I'd, I, I think the fire kind of... I still think the fire kind of stuck what they have with the roster. Because, I mean, anyone that comes in would just be a depth piece, really. Well, uh, I think... What, didn't... Uh, Tehran come out with an injury after that game. Oh yeah, they need a center back, I guess. But yeah, although they they've been working on this guy for a while, apparently. Uh, and then yeah, the lo- the one player that they're trying to loan in. Wait, no, not loan in. The guy, the El Salvadoran guy. Oh man, I'm trying to think. Because uh, there was a, there was a th- there was a thing with him, like the El Salvador guy. Apparently, the fire were trying to buy him. They had him in on trial. Uh, they tried. They tried buying him, and uh, they lowballed them completely to get the guy. So uh, he's not coming in apparently yet. But yeah, um, it, what, what, I'll, I'll say my Duran piece real quick. I I'm not impressed by John Duran almost in any, any capacity really. Um, I, I just I know he's obviously like a kid. But the only thing I see from John Duran is fast, man. That's it. He can run the channels. I don't think he's good on the ball. I don't think he's a good finisher. He just looks like a man that can run. And he can develop, sure. But like when, what pissed me off is that when he scored twice against Toronto, two very easy goals at the end of the day because Toronto was playing a, a high line that was the worst idea ever. People were saying like, oh, hey, this John Duran can Chicago. Keep an eye on him. He's one to watch. Someone was talking about the fire one of the best young cores in the league. I'm like, that's just not true. And no, since we just then, have a lot of young players. Yeah. <laughs> and since then, John Duran's done nothing, right? What's John Duran done since the, the Toronto game? Okay. The thing to me with Duran, again, is just he needs, he needs help. Emotionally, I think, honestly. He, well, yeah, he um, needs a he mentor, obviously. But just he needs to work on his, his link-up play. He's not good on the ball. You can't just be, unless you're Danny Vardy, you're, you can't just be a pace merchant like that. Well, I mean, in, in MLS, that's kind of what you need, though. But the, no. the other thing that he, but and the, the other thing that he'd need isn't just pace, but he also needs to, like, stay up. He needs somebody protecting him. Okay. Oh, that's uh, no, true. He's I'm also transitioning. clobbered. I'm transitioning to something. Uh, so, Heights has availability on Wednesday, and I had a couple of questions that I sent over to Sandlo to hope that he asks. And, uh, I'm going to describe what the fire need. And there is one player who I think fits all that criteria. And I want like when you, fu- when you figure out who it is, I want you to say his name, but um, so 
like first of all, the, what the fire really need right now is like we we finally have our captain. She hosts goalie, his captain. Goalie to Prado. He's a lead. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No. Uh, but like <laughs> he he is our leader on the defensive line. He is our defensive leader. He can lead that area. We don't have anybody who's the leader in the attack. Shakiri, I think it's pretty clear he's not the leader that I was hoping he'd be. We don't have a guy up in the attack who's like a good mentor, who's a leader, who's going to be helping out. Because you look at, you know, earlier in the season with uh, Gutierrez's really dumb yellow cards and like dumb yeah. discipline issues, that comes from, you know, immaturity. You need a mentor there to be like, hey, dude, don't do that. <laughs> you know? Uh, okay. Duran being selfish with this this entire situation right here, he needs he needs a guy who's gonna be like helping him. The only friend that Duran seems to have is Teron, you know, because both of them got sent okay. down to the fire to fire too. And they're both uh, Colombian. Yeah, like they 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 both knew that they're better than that level level, but they were have they had to play at that level. Uh, and then like Ivanov seeming to just not developing at all, he he could use a mentor. And so you need a guy who's going to like, you know, be able to connect with like all three of those type of people. Uh, they, they need that that like offensive captain, essentially. Like we have our captain for the entire team and our defensive captain. We need an offensive captain. You know how like with uh, football, you got three captains on each side. Yeah. And so the fire have a defensive captain. They don't have an offensive captain. Wait, uh, like three captains on offense, three captains on defense in football? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Fun fact: I actually looked up the thing online. It's actually on a team to team basis. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, I, I know the point you're trying to make. Usually, it's like three. Usually, you've got uh, what was it? You've got a captain on the offensive line in the passing game, which is usually the quarterback, and oh, a, a quarterback. captain in the run, and a captain in the running game, which usually the running back. Sometimes, you know, they they give that one to the to a wide receiver or something. And that defense, far. you have like a defensive line captain, a linebacker. defensive back captain, and yeah. a linebacker captain. And you might have like a kicker as a captain or something Down. like that. Somebody on somebody on like special teams. You have to have a leader in all facets of the game. And the fire, you know, Gaga, while young, he's a leader. You know, Joe Burrow was like a second year player, but like he did show himself to be a good captain for the Bengals. Uh, so. When, like, uh, and then my dad also made the reference to uh, Jonathan Taves being a good young captain for the Blackhawks, which unfortunately he's ruined his image as a captain recently. <laughs> just Ooh, so, sorry, Jonathan Taves. He's um, just his, his image as a captain has just deteriorated over the past three, four years. Yeah. Uh, but like having a leader in each facet of the game is crucial, and the Fire have a captain at goalkeeper. That's that's Gaga. He's shown to be a leader. She hosts is obviously captain defensive line. And I mean, even, you know, Bornstein kind of, you know, he's a leader somewhat. I mean, he's, he's, he's a good locker room dude. He's a locker yeah. room dude. Uh, but who do we have in front of that? Who do we have in the attack who's a good leader? I mean, no one, obviously. Shakiri's not yeah. it. Mueller's too, not selfish, but he kind of focuses too much about his own game. Shabelko stinks, so he can't do it. Howard Torres plays like twice a year. So, so are you pitching getting, for a new I, signing? Yep, I'm pitching for a new signing. So now you're now now I'm fi- uh, moving over to another thing, and I hope that you're going to start seeing where I'm getting at here, uh, which is um, 
the fire are getting absolutely battered in the attack. Shakiri is getting hit. I mean, Duran is getting hit more than like a quarterback for the Bears. Like he's been he, he's been hit more than most quarter most uh than uh, quite a few Bears quarterbacks. So it's very much a thing of like we need somebody who's in their faces. That, that's something that my dad's been very annoyed about watching these games, which is people are getting fouled and nobody's doing anything about it. Uh-huh. Like nobody's doing anything about it. The fire uh, committed, uh, especially in this past game. Now I gotta look it up, but especially in this past game, uh, cool. I can't pull up uh, who scored because I'm on a VPN. Champion, absolute champion, you are. Sorry. I'm so annoyed by this. Uh, I need to pull it up because I believe the fire suffered like a stupid amount of fouls. Yeah, uh, Atlanta had 18 fouls. The fire all only committed seven. Uh, okay. So like, it's a lot, and there's nobody up in anybody's face about it. Like after the whistle, they're complaining to the official, not getting up in the guy's face. You know, we need a guy, we need an enforcer, essentially, you know, like somebody who's going to start something. And once again, we thought Shakiri would be that guy. He's not. He's the guy getting knocked down in the first place. Who's going to show up to help him? Uh, So I want you to take a wild guess now at who I think the fire should sign. So I know like the profile you're talking about. The problem is I've got no idea like a particular player that is an option. He is currently available no European team wants him, apparently. Uh, he is uh, Spanish, but can connect with South American players. Spanish. So he's a free agent? Currently a free agent. Nobody, okay. nobody has him right now. Oh, good heavens. Okay. Yeah, let, let, let's, let's get Diego Costa involved. Yes! Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm down, obviously. He would be because, a cam signing. I mean, He'd score goals. He'd kill a man. I'm down. <laughs> Like that's, Diego Costa, that's like, everything the, the fire need back. right now. Have Diego Costa beat the life out of a center back for six minutes and then have Duran run circles around him. I'm down for that. Exactly. Lump the ball into his the... giant Spanish head. Exactly. Like that is the that is the archetype character. Like he's there. The man that we need is right there. Uh, Jiggly, and... I'm I'm proud of you because I thought this entire time you're gonna say some stupid name that was gonna piss me off and I was gonna have to pretend <laughs> to leave the chat. But you've not you've not done that, Jiggly. You've done well. I'm proud of you. It's never going to happen, of course, because the fires suck. But yeah, and the fire no, aren't going to be looking for him. The fi- like, that's the thing. This is a very young – like you saying like oh, – somebody saying, oh, yes, the fire of the best young core. No, they just have a very young team. And then <laughs> they have almost, a young core. They have a young team. They, they have players – they have young players who have to play <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because there's nobody else there. Like it's not that the fire have a good young team. The fire have a young team. And some of them just so happen to be like pretty decent. So it's, they need like better mentors on this team. We have Bornstein and we have Shehos. No one else. We need somebody who's going to be a good mentor, especially to Duran. Duran can develop into something good. He can. Concern, concern immediately though, because uh, if you're one of the things we need to teach Duran how to be is more composed and less aggressive in terms of trying to like fight people and getting upset. <laughs> How is that going to help with Diego Costa? No, Duran Duran gets upset and then he doesn't play well. Diego Costa gets upset and he scores goals. Yeah, Diego Costa actually plays better when he's angry. So, that's, so yeah, have him teach you, him that part. Yeah, how, how do you teach a man to do that? 
mindset, you know, that's okay. like, like it's that, that's why you have a mentor. You know, we're about to talk about Brent Bronico in a little bit, the grind set, you know, you I'm have somebody there, you have to somebody fair, there, like, actually, about, like introduce that to him. There's, there's not much to say about Brent Bronico. Um, he, he's just been playing like all the time, but he got like one assist. He's just vibing out there in Charlotte for a play to him. I hope he scores good, 50. Good dude. But yeah, I mean, the problem is though. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're able if you're okay with starting him over Duran, that's fine with me, and I'm fine with that too. The problem is then Castro Jabelko becomes useless, and like oh, yeah, he's absolutely. already useless. But that's just like that's such a waste of wages now. And I guess like, I mean at this point, at this point, like it, we it want them to like ex- we want to ex- them to accept their issues, but teams don't do that. Teams don't just give up and accept their mistakes. That's why Gasol Jimenez. I can't believe the Fire re-signed Gasol Jimenez to a DP contract. That's so funny. I I just remember that from sometimes. But um, yeah, it's but like it's it's like Diego Costa is just the perfect signing for the Fire right now, and he is available. He is very available. No one want this man. <laughs> no one want him for some reason. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm down, but I got nothing else to say. Like obviously, I'm down. It's not going to happen though, so we move on. Uh, the fire, when you started talking about Spaniards, I, my brain went to Victor Perez. I, I'm down. I want the fire to bring him back just because I want him to bring him back and then not actually play him again. Well, I was thinking of also just like, even like, you don't need to bring in a Spaniard. Like, Quincy Ameriqua. If he wasn't like 50. Does he, okay, yeah, no, no, like, no, 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 no. He still oh, thinks I got he can play. Of, I, I got sick of Quincy Ameriqua when he, he started playing well and actually, and then he thought he was actually really good and he was yeah. not really good. No, no, that you should. I thought, I thought, I thought you get sick of Quincy Ameriqua when he like started getting really into crypto and was like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm in your head, man, to, to Zlatan. And then Zlatan is just like, what's, what is this? Uh, where, I didn't where, even know uh, he was into crypto. Like, I just remember. Quincy Amarico, when he was a dude that would just run around, fight, and then hit the nene, was a fun guy that was like good on Twitter. And then when Quincy Amarico, he woke up one day and thought, I should be the starting striker for this team. And then it all fell apart. I'm Quincy down. Ameriqua, like, Zlatan is looking at Quincy Amarico like, who is this sassy lost like, child? Zlatan Ibrahimovic <laughs> genuinely does not know who Quincy Amarico is. And I don't blame him. Because I barely but know Quincy who Quincy Amarico like, is. I'm in your head. Yeah, I'm going to get him. And then Quincy Amarico scored a chip from like half field randomly after he left the fire. That was a good time. Yeah, DC. I mean, but like that kind of care, that kind of player, like, you know, CJ <laughs> Safong, not available. Uh, Kai Kamara, no longer our hero. Like yeah. it's... I was going to say, yeah, I, was, I, I thought you were going to say no longer available. I was going to say like also a homophobe. Yeah, no longer our hero. So like it, technically those types of players are still there. Will Bruin... You no, mentioned no, no, he's no. like 100 years old. No, Tech- no, no, no. But no, I'm, just, I'm just saying, no but I'm just saying in, in all technicality, that's the type of player that you can bring in as a mentor, at least to the young American dudes that we got on this team. Because we got so many young American strikers that are just sort of like sitting there right now. We got Victor Bezira. Luca Bezira is coming up. I mean, Luca Bezira is going to Indiana right now. Uh, but like, yeah, Victor Bezira. You got, Wait, uh, you got Kyle. Yeah, Luca Bezzaro is his, uh, his little brother. Is he better potentially? Higher he's ceiling, fine. maybe. Might about have a higher ceiling. He's about Victor Bezzaro. Victor Bezzaro doesn't look like he has a high ceiling to me because he looks like the most default white dude I've seen in my life. Sorry, that, that yeah. was just my yeah. analysis. He looks he looks so white, like he it's unseasoned. It, it is almost an offensive thing to say, but he's so white. Yeah, uh, and then uh, we got missile. There, we still got Sergio or Hell. 
Like it's, it, we have a lot of young players that need guidance. You know, these kids need guidance. How do we reach these kids? Okay. <laughs> so, you know, like we just need a guy who's going to be able to like, you know, help them. And Shakira doesn't seem to be the guy. Casper doesn't seem to be the guy. Like those two are off doing their own things. Mueller's doing his own thing. Who's going to, who is going to raise these children? No one and good. <laughs> so yeah, th th that's what I mean by like, yeah, Diego Costa would be the absolute perfect signing, but it doesn't have to be Diego Costa. It could just be just some like random free agent striker. I said you know Matt Body. My dad said Alan Gordon. <laughs> Down, because uh, yeah, I I was trying to remember the Alan Gordon thing, and I remember he's not fully because like he 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 went through his old. What's the thing I'm looking for? When people go to prison, they come back. What's it called? A rehabilitation. Yeah, like Alan Gordon, you know, bad moment, obviously, but he's kind of, at the very least now. He's been rehabilitated. Yeah, like, you, yeah, I, I'm not going to call him a homophobe. Like, I'm going to call Kai Kamara a homophobe. Um, I'll, I'll end this then on, I'm going to look up free agents right now on transfer market. I'm going to look at strikers, and I'll give you one, and we can call it on that. I mean, I, I, um, said, I said, Matt, like, but like Gordon type, a Matt Fondy type of just like, hmm. you're not here to play. You're here to help the kids. Coach, almost. I've just You're seen here. a rumor of Aaron Ramsey to Charlotte, which is a vibe. Yeah. We don't oh need my Aaron God, Ramsey, though. Oh, my God. Andrea Bolotti said and clear free agent. What? Yeah. Yeah. No one signed him yet. There are some good free agents out here. Um, Florian Grilich, he's definitely someone in Europe. Denayer, Adnan Yanozai. There's some good players. The fire didn't waste a DP spot on... on um, uh, Gaston. Let just, me. I'm checking too. No. Edison could no. Edison Cavani is too expensive. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it once once I find one position good one. striker. How do you do position striker? Uh, position forwards. Yeah. Oh yeah, there it is. Oh, you got uh, Adnan's Janusaj. That how <laughs> I literally just said his name. You've already horrifically mispronounced it. Adnan Janusaj. Got it. <laughs> Okay, I'm let me... not good at that. Uh, I mean, like, what? I mean, not a lot. I didn't think Cavani is technically still a free agent. Too expensive. Um, Artem Diego Juba. Costa. Artem Juba is okay. a big Russian dude. I'm down. Diego Costa and Edison Cavani have the same, uh, and Dress Martins all have the same exact market value. I I, I cannot believe no one's. I can't believe no one's flying after Dries Martins. By the way, like, if the Fire could somehow like get rid of Gaston Jimenez, quote unquote. I would kill a man for Mertens. He's so good. I love that guy. Centel is available too, huh? Hey, you're a little guy. <laughs> Alfred Finnbogason. That guy knows how to score goals. That works with me. Like it's... It, uh, oh, I'm, I just saw a name and I thought it was a different name and it's not. Uh, Fernandinho, the guy who's been playing in, uh, in China for a while. Down. Uh... I just saw the name Castillo with the first name being Ed, and I'm just like, oh, Neri Castillo is here. Nice. Uh, Daniel Royer. Uh, Aaron Lennon's available. Okay, let's... let's I, I, I might... I, might, I think I'm going to cut the, uh, the, um, the uh, Jiggly free agent tour at this stage, just so we don't spend the next hour of our lives doing this. If, if oh, I'm hey, Jay Nunley is... Wait, is Jay Nunley injured or something? Like, what happened to him? Okay. Um... Hey, you're the one who said, oh, Daniel, Daniel Sturridge is available again? He's always available for some reason. I know he was playing in, uh, 
it, it was playing in um friggin uh Australia. Uh Emmanuel Boateng. And I'm just trying to find one more, just one. Uh Chiak Diabate. I don't know. Okay. That guy sounds big, so I'm down. Um uh, the, <laughs> the Fire the Fire plays Charlotte this weekend. Um it's one those rare games where the fire don't actually have to win it like if they tie that that'd be a good result and if they lose like one no it's like okay that's not the end of the world as long as they don't get smashed they'll be up against brant bronico who i score i hope scores 50 goals on him he's obviously better than gaston jimenez i'd love a uh a fede navarro bronico midfield just to see two short guys running around biting a dude's ankles <laughs> but yeah like it's just you know the the wheels are about to come off the bus yeah, fire, that was that 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 uh, Atlanta game was the last chance for the Fire to win a game this season to me. I mean, fair potentially. I mean, that... Wait, okay, wait. No, there's a couple more games. Home, like, the, that was one of their last chances. I mean, in terms of home games, like maybe they beat Montreal at home, maybe they beat Charlotte at home in September. Mm, I don't and, even know about those ones. Yeah, and that, those are maybes. Yeah. Uh, oh, they got Miami at home in September. They've got, but they've got to go to that, way to Philadelphia, right? What, yeah. what's, so what's the next three games? Home to, uh, away to Charlotte. Away to Philadelphia and at Oof. home against NYCFC. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. If, if the Fire drop a big old zero out of nine, zero points from three games, that's the, uh, that's the end of the season. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Nah. That's Charlotte the fire has done there. really well at home. Like, really I have no well idea how good. I have no idea how Charlotte are this good. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I'm just... Also, there were some games that were moved uh, because Soldier Field. I believe the uh, October 9th game <sighs> is the, the official 25th anniversary game. Is it, what do you think? Is it like fitting or is it funny that it's, uh, it's fitting because it's stupid? That's, yeah. that's, it's one of those things where the fire happens. I go good because they deserve it. The fire 25th, and I mean, first of all, it's not the 25th anniversary of the Chicago Fire, it's like what the, the, the two year anniversary. Of the Chicago Fire team, I guess the one year anniversary because it's the whole. Hey, other- even even if even if the team that is actually playing isn't the actual team, it can still be the twenty fifth anniversary of the inception of the Fire. Uh, the twenty fifth anniversary of the, the former team. Yes, the way it's like it, it would be the twenty fifth anniversary of the Chicago Fire in theory. Yeah, I, I that should take place at like like uh, that one's going to be at SeatGeek, and also that should, uh, that should take place in an empty cornfield because who cares, bro. I, hope, well, I, mean, I, like, I think it, I think it's fitting that it's at SeatGeek because it's like they paid all this sure. money to get out of here, and this is the stadium that you built. This is it's like, oh man, it, you know, like those horror movies of like you know, like The Grudge or like some like something that follows you and like haunts you, yeah. like specifically you. That is what Toyota Park is for the fire. That is what Toyota Park yeah. is for the fire. It will the, always the, come back to haunt them. What's funnier than that one, actually, is the fact that the last game of the season will be at Toyota Park. And I really, yeah. I do hope the Fire need to go into that game needing a win, and they lose by, like, three goals in Bridgeview. Because that's just what they deserve. They should be playing at, like, what, where, what was, uh, where did they play when Soldier Field was under construction last time? Cardinal Stadium, Naperville. Yeah, they should be, I, they want, I, want these, I want them to have a game at Naperville. I want them to get kicked out of Soldier Field, and then Bridgeview to say no. Because if I was Bridgeview, I'd say no to the Fire. It'd be hilarious. Uh, There's also another game that was moved. There's another game that was moved to Toyota Park that was uh, September 10th against Miami. And then there's also another uh, another game that was like the time was moved too. But it's, like, it's a mess, yeah. 
But yeah, um, we'll see. Because we're not going to know much about the fire after this game. Maybe even not the Philadelphia game. But once those the games all happen, we kind of step back and look at them and think, oh yeah, that, that's GG. Like it, it, I think that like Atlanta was a game that they needed to keep moving with momentum, and the momentum just like halted with that game. Yeah, I, that didn't feel, I didn't feel any vibes. That happens. I haven't like felt Vancouver. Vibes. Vancouver was like a stroke of luck that they even got a win out of that. But like you could tell the vibes were off, and it's because we know what's happening. We, we have, uh, we, both of us, you know, me with my, me with my, uh, my, my, my writing sensibilities and you with your, uh, with your actual like knowledge of, uh, of the history of MLS. We both, we both know when exactly things are going to happen for this team. And like, we like that, that Vancouver game, like at halftime was a shift. It's, uh, <laughs> I like shifted. I, I I said it last week, but I think it might be true that those three wins may have just been three flukes that happened to happen one uh, next to each other. Because Toronto sucked at that time, Seattle sucked, and then Vancouver said just, it was just three random games of fire won, but they just happened to be in a row. And it wasn't an indictment on the fire actually improving, I don't think. Yeah. And I mean, they and actually did look a bit better against Atlanta going forward, but I think once they start playing like the proper teams, they're going to be fighting. We're going to see We're gonna see things fall apart against uh, Charlotte. But, Down. you know, uh, at that what point... What I will say, though, is I, I, I think the Fire have a chance at Charlotte game purely because I, I've mentioned this before. My dad is a Charlotte fan at the moment, and there's going to be nothing that pisses him off more than if the Fire wins that game in Charlotte. And I, I fear for him because that might happen now because life is, life is cold and unfair. Uh, you know, last night uh, I was planning on, like, writing, doing some more work on, like, scripts and stuff. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to have myself a glass of vodka and work on that. And then I, instead of, instead of working on anything important, I just got into a very long discussion. I had another glass of vodka. Uh, I got into a very long discussion with someone about the MLS draft and the Chicago fire sucking in okay. it. So I think we've all learned that uh, my base mode is just yelling about the fire <laughs> Blasting that, ska. <laughs> that's your default. In the background, your, my default. That's, your, that's yeah. your comfort. My 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 comfort team is the fire losing. <laughs> the dream. I I got nothing. So yeah. So um, I don't know. Uh, you, do you have anything else? Uh, like just in general. I hope Gaga doesn't forget his roots during the 2027 Club World Cup final between the fire. And Chelsea and allows Victor Bazero to score on him at Ponovichology. Man, I miss that. that guy. Like that, that guy hasn't been tweeting that much recently. I miss I, that uh, guy. I wish I cared more about the fire because that, that account's genuinely funny. That uh, is like the best account. All right, I'll, I'll end on this. And I, I was gonna, I was gonna jokingly start the episode with this, but I forgot because I'm stupid. See, if you go to Subway and you ask for extra meat and you're getting like shredded chicken or steak bits, they can add the extra meat easily. But if you're getting a meatball marinara, there's just not possible. Like, there's no room for the extra meatball. Like, even if they force it or something, you close the bread, like the meatballs are going to come out. How do you do that? I cut it in half. And just like put it in the spaces between. What do you mean cut it in half and put it in between the spaces? Like, you think of a meatball, it's a sphere, right? Yes. If you put it in and then there's like some empty hole. You're going to cut the meatballs in half? Yes. What's not a meatball then? Well, I mean, you get what you deserve. I'm Jiggly.
What do you get when you go to Subway and ask for extra meat on the meatball marinara? You get what you deserve. You get what you deserve. <laughs> I've, I've been odd, none. I'm Jiggly. Uh, eat the rich. Uh, support women's rights.